all right so this one is going to be my boundaries uh and we're just gonna list them out real quick so you can remember and keep these things in your head so let me find my journal let me get my notebook we gonna pull it out <laughs> okay here we go first boundary now this is boundaries for friendship so this is boundaries for whether they're girls or boys it don't matter this is the boundaries first of all everyone is not in the immediate circle people have to work their way to the immediate circle and as of right now your immediate inner circle is your family andrea isaac mom dad jairus um is tt sonia and her family um uncle dominic and his family all of them granny janie papa harvey katie marvin all of them that's your inner circle that's your close circle and kamari that's it everyone else is a good friend or friend or acquaintance all right and these people who you want to put in your inner circle consider these things first of all do they have the same core values as you do they value quality time do they value christ like how you value him do they love him and want to get to know him more and want to have a deep relationship with him? Is that something that they value and they truly commit to? Not just saying it, but do they truly commit to it? Another thing is, are they a prayer? Do they enjoy praying for you, with you? Um, do they enjoy praying individually as well? Do they have quality time with God, with their family, and with everyone? Do they have good communication and consistent communication as well as comprehension? So not only are you communicating, but do they comprehend what you're trying to say to them? Do they listen to what you're saying, take it in, and improve your relationship based off of that? And also, do they value privacy or more so discernment? Do they have discernment? And are they wise about certain situations? Are they going to continuously put you and them and themselves in situations that are dangerous? Um, or situations that are um, public and not beneficial to your relationship? Or are they going to make sure that they keep your relationship as your relationship and not inviting every single person in? And lastly... Are they responsible? And these are the core values that you have. Intimate relationship with God, prayer, family, quality time, communication, and comprehension, good listener, privacy, discernment, and responsibility. And these are the things you have to remember. Also, just make sure that each person that you meet, um, you don't see them for what you expect them to be. But remember to see them for who they are and to love them for who they are not for who you want them to be keep that in mind all right now on to the more difficult task at hand or the more how we should say um prominently struggled with task at hand um all right so this is for <laughs> relationship um as in significant other or desiring significant other blah 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 all right we already know that you want to be in a relationship we already know because you have a desire to have a husband you have a desire to have kids blah 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 blah. but we have to remember that that's not the season god has for us right now the season god has for us right now is a season of singleness like elijah at the brook sitting there paying attention to god sitting at his feet giving him our entire attention to what he's doing right now and being provided by him 
provided for by him. So these are the boundaries that we're going to stick to, that we're going to remember, and that we're going to keep in our spirit, in our heart, and in our mind. Ready? Here we go. First of all, we are going to cut out the flirting. There is no engagement that we're going to do where it consists of flirting. And if you accidentally slip into it, okay, but you got to remember to not flirt. Don't entertain it. Don't keep up with it. You can still be friendly and loving just as you are to your girlfriends. But remember, if you flirt, you will fall because you are that type of person where as soon as the attention is on you or as soon as you're engaging with the person and you see qualities that you enjoy or that you like, sometimes you be flipping up. You do a little slippy, slippy slide and you fall. So you got to remember don't flirt, don't engage, don't think about them in that light. Another boundary we're going to do is setting it, setting a tone of friendship at the beginning, intentional friendship at the beginning, letting them know in your heart and in your mind, letting yourself know, but also letting them know that this is going to be a friendship. This ain't going to be no over flirting with each other. We kind of like each other, but we're not really doing anything. No, this is going to be an intentional friendship where we're both saying, all right, we're going to be friends. We're not going to take it any more, any less. You know what I mean? Um, because that worked out very well when you did it with Keem. When you did it with Keem, you made sure that you were making him a friend in your heart and your mind. Because sometimes when you're saying, oh, that's my friend, but then you're still acting like you like them. So remember what happened with Keem. Let's do that again. You know, let's see how many friends we can turn this semester like how many people that you may find attractive or that you may start to like that you can turn into a friend like let's let's make it a game all right uh, let's make it a game uh, okay also if it's a person that you find attractive um don't always be around them another thing i found is that the more time you spend with people the more you start to like them like you are a person I say you like I'm talking to somebody else. Me, I am a person that likes to, um, that my love language is quality time. So the more I spend time with people, the more I start to love them. And sometimes I take that love out of the friendship category and out of like the brotherly love and more of like, oh my gosh, I desire to be with you love when it's not that at all. It's just because I spent time with them and I enjoyed their presence. So you got to remember that if you see someone that's attractive, make sure that if you're spending time with them, it's not just with them. It's in a friend group setting and you make sure that you take periodic times to set yourself apart to be intentional and in not falling for that person. Um, and just making sure that you're not um, desiring or lusting after that person either. Um, and then another thing that we're going to do is no physical contact. We've already done that before. We do that all the time. Um, we've been doing that since, you know, since the beginning. Um, but that just goes to say, like, just remember that. Um, just no physical contact, you know, whatsoever. Well, I mean, if it's a hug, if it's like a guy friend like Joe Vaughn or something like that, a hug is fine. Um, okay. Also, another boundary we're going to do is just not being, um, not putting... <laughs> How do I put this nicely? Not putting guys, okay, putting guys who value your core values in your friendship circle. For example, guys like Logan, guys like Sam and Ian and Jovan. Those are the type of guys that are okay to be in your close circle 
or your your friendship circle not your really close circle but your friendship circle they're okay to be there because they are people who are genuinely kind and are genuinely um seeking to be friends and not anything more so people like them those are people that you need to look for um people who don't reflect that um who are not humble, who are not loving or compassionate, who are not followers of God, people who are not content with being friends, uh, they kind of just need to be kicked to the, you know, acquaintance level. They don't need to be put in that friendship circle, um, because they're not for you. Um, also, stick to more in-person contact. Now, for you, you do a lot better with in-person contact anyways, but because of you know the modern day everything going on with technology and stuff sometimes it becomes a distraction so excuse me with these people who may want your number or your instagram um first of all make it difficult like (laughs) you shouldn't be such an easy catch but at the same time you gotta remember what works best for you so if they're asking um either politely decline and say no like i'm okay i I prefer not to give it to you i prefer in-person contact or something like that along those lines um but also if they you know if it's somebody that you genuinely can see yourself becoming friends with then you can give them your instagram or something like that so that it's not like you're in direct contact with them all the time because you barely use your instagram anyway but you don't want to be in direct contact with them having the access of instant messaging because then it becomes you're thinking about them all the time you're seeing them on your phone all the time then you start liking them then you start falling into that so don't give them your number number is the last thing if you see that they are a person who is a good friend and could stay in that good friend category then sure give them your number but until then no number um so this is how it'll go if it's somebody that you find very attractive that you could see yourself falling for or flirting with or becoming um out of your season of singleness with don't give that person anything just don't if they ask even if they ask super nicely and they seem super cool for your own benefit for what god has called you into this season just politely decline and say no i prefer personal in-person contact um as opposed to technology or something like that something nice to let them know like no thank you i'm good because you're gonna be so um unfocused if you give them access to your phone because then it becomes oh when is he gonna text me or when is he gonna call me and you can't do that again we've already been down that road we've already been down that path we're not doing that again so it's gonna go no contact with people who are very attractive just in-person contact um and then also if they're a person that you could see yourself becoming friends with then you can give them instagram but number is the last resort number is something that you will give at the at the last like it's not what you're gonna give um immediately all right glad we took care of that another thing is no calling after 9 p.m girl you got so much you gotta focus on you gotta sleep because <laughs> you love sleep so no calling after 9 p.m because then it just becomes this whole thing of like you staying up late or you waiting on their call like girl you got a bedtime go to sleep like i am a person that loves to sleep i really do i love going to sleep and i'm not gonna ruin my sleep just because some 
guy wants to tell me to wait up on them so that they can call me. No, thank you. We've already gone down that road before. They'd be taking forever to call. I ain't gonna do that again. You can call me between my office hours of 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. I'm gonna start saying that for real, for real. Like, I already said that to Keem the other day, and I really think that's gonna be my new catchphrase. Like, genuinely, people think that they can just be calling me at any time of day, any, you know, time of night and uh no you can call me between my office hours of 9 a.m to 7 p.m and i will be available but other than that no thank you so we're gonna keep that in mind we're gonna remember that and that's gonna be great um what's another boundary that's all the ones that i had listed down and the ones that came immediately to mind um but yeah oh um, just not constantly being around that person. Like, if it's somebody that you find attractive or you find yourself falling into that flirtatious mode with, um, just limit your interactions with them. Limit how often you engage with them. You don't have to be cold or rude, but just limit how often you engage with them on a personal level. Um, that way you're not, you keep them in that acquaintance category and not moving them up the spectrum, you know, because everybody's going to start out as an acquaintance. And then they can move up to friend. Other than that, you know, they just can plop back in between those two categories. But they're not going any further unless there's somebody like Sam, Ian, Logan, or Jovan. Where, you know, they're fine going up to the close friends category. But yes, that is all that we have for boundaries. Um, and just making sure that they, if they do, get up to the inner circle level because there may be some people who could get up to the inner circle level like there may be some people who you say wow like I could see this person being like a best friend or like you know Kamari in my life so if you see that these are the core values that they need to have before they can even be admitted into the inner circle like this is like one of those elite clubs where like you have to be invited in <laughs> where you have to be invited in first of all for them to have an intimate relationship with god is their number one priority second of all they have to be a prayer they have to love prayer and want to pray even if they're not perfect at it, which I'm not expecting them to be perfect at it because I'm not perfect at it, but for them to want to pray and for prayer to be something that is on their mind as a, a number one go-to because I know I'm not always a number one go-to for prayer. So somebody who can help me um, kind of balance it out like Kamari does, like sometimes she forgets and I remind her, or sometimes I forget and she reminds me and just that, you know, balance of both of us helping each other out. If that's the case, that's how I want them to be. Also, to value family um, and to value spending time with their family. I don't want no one in my inner circle who doesn't love their family. Like, you need to love your family. Even if you come from a rough family, to still be fond of them and to think of them in a light sense, uh, in a positive sense. And be like, you know, even though they weren't the best family, I'm grateful for them or something like that. And then also just to love quality time. Um, with God, with their family, and with everyone, um, and also people, a person who loves or is good at communication and comprehension, because that's a big thing, like, yeah, you can be talking, but I want you to, are you able to comprehend, internalize, and improve our relationship based off of the conversations that we have, you know, I don't want it to just be like, oh, I'm talking to you, but you're not really taking it in for example with alto 
you had a lot of difficulties trying to explain to him certain things and it's like he would hear it but not comprehend it and really internalize it and improve based improve the relationship based off of that so um and also a person who's a good listener um a person who values privacy and also is able to have discernment and wisdom um on you know just how much or how little to share with people of our relationship i think of me and kamari we don't tell everybody everything that goes on in our relationship now the stuff that's surface level yeah that's fine that's perfect but the deeper things like when we were sharing um the deep things that were going on in our lives that's not for everyone to know so somebody who has the discernment like me and her relationship where we're not just telling everybody everything but we're able to discern um who how much to tell and who to tell and also somebody who's responsible um and that's something that's big for me because if you ain't responsible uh, i don't know about that you're gonna have to um chill out i don't roll like that <laughs> but yeah these are the boundaries that we're gonna set and just make sure that um in everything god is honored whether it's a friendship, sorry, I got cut off because Kamari called me, but whether it's a friendship or whether it is um, a relationship, significant other, anything, we need to have these boundaries set in place so that we make sure that we are following God's will and remembering the season that we're in, the time that we're in, and focusing on Jesus and Christ alone. And another thing is, for me, I am just loving the image of Jesus that I'm seeing through the chosen and it's making me just think about Jesus more it's making me love Jesus more it's making me want to be with Jesus more and so I just can't wait till that day where I go see Jesus and I want as a husband as a relationship I want someone who reflects Jesus and reminds me so much of Jesus not that they become Jesus in my life, but they remind me so much of Jesus that it points me back to Jesus Christ and it makes me say, oh, I can't wait for the day that I see Jesus Christ in real life. I can't wait for the day that I see his smile, that I see, um, that I hear his laugh, that I hear him talk, that I get to sit at his feet and give my entire attention to him every single day, day in, day out. Like, that's what I want my husband and my relationship to embody. I want the guy that I marry, every time I look into his face, Every time I see his smile to remind me of Jesus, every time I see him interacting with kids, interacting with people, I want to see Jesus. And for me to want that, I need to be that myself. So, Lord, I just pray that in this season of singleness and by the boundaries that we're setting around my heart and around my mind, that I become like Jesus and my husband future husband that you lead him to become like jesus as well so that we're both reflecting jesus and our relationship points back to you and points us back to you in jesus name amen 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 okay today we're going to be talking about distractions i know i just made like three podcasts in one day but it's crazy because i've been having so many ideas and revelations from god so i was just on the phone with kamari and we were just talking about stuff and i just like had this revelation about distractions and how distractions are in my life so basically all of the people that god has placed in my life who are genuinely meant to be in my life like all of the guys they have been people who have been friends with me and they i've never 
felt a certain way for them or lusted after them or felt super super like just wanting to be with them i never felt that way before for them for example ian sam logan jovan these are guys that at times i was like mm, like maybe i do like them but then at the end of the day i was always like not nah, like we're just friends and i never had these overwhelming feelings of wanting to be with them and I feel like that's because God has purposely placed them in my life. Whereas people who are distractions, I always be having these overwhelming feelings for them. Like with Kim, for example, I never had this overwhelming feeling of like, oh, I just want to be with him. Like it was always just friendship. And there was times where I was like, oh, maybe, you know, I don't know if I really. And then at the end of the day, I was like, nah, we're just friends though. And I feel like it's because God placed him in my life to show me the importance of friendship. But there have been so many people like Roman, for example, or just a whole bunch of other people that I've seen, that I've liked, and I've been feeling, like, overwhelming desire to be with them, and now I'm recognizing that that's lust, like, I'm just lusting, like, wanting to be with them, um, even though I know that's not my season, and I feel like that's how I can tell if it's a distraction, because if it's a distraction, God would never place a distraction in my life, if he knew the purpose he had for me, he knows that I'm in a season of singleness. So if I'm meeting people who I'm falling head over heels for, they're distractions. They're not from God. If I'm meeting people and we become cool friends and we're great with each other, like me and, um, what's his name? Jacob, me and Jacob, like we met, we were cool friends. I wasn't falling head over heels for him. Like these people are from God, but the people who I end up, just getting super just feelings for and emotionally attached to I feel like those are people who are distractions because they're tempting me and they're leading me farther away from what God has destined for me so that's the difference between distractions and people who are divinely placed in my life by God um and that's just really cool to me and it was just a random like thought that had popped in my head as I was talking to Kamari but it's so true because Kamari said that like God doesn't place distractions in your life like he doesn't place temptations in your way um and so that's true because the enemy he be using some of these little boys to be running around over here distracting me and I fall into it because I'm choosing to and I have to recognize that I'm not gonna choose to uh fall into that no more because I am going to be focused on God, setting my boundaries, and making sure that I have peace in God, and my heart is guarded, and my mind is guarded by his peace, and his patience, and his love. And in Jesus' name, in Jesus' holy name, that's it. Amen. That's on period.